In this episode, we talk about motivation. This is part two of my series, diving deep into how motivation works. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon, alive. That's why Seed developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So how does motivation work exactly? Well, this is part two in a new series I'm doing where we dive deep into the science of motivation, learning what it is that gets us to do something and what it is we're missing when we don't follow through. And back in episode 810, we started this conversation by talking about two different types of motivation. There was motivation for not losing something known as prevention and motivation for gaining something known as promotion. What I want to do in this episode is talk a little bit about uh, the feeling of motivation, what it actually feels like and where it comes from. And that's going to mean talking about two specific things. The first, extrinsic motivation, and the second, intrinsic motivation. So let's start with extrinsic motivation. Extrinsic motivation is essentially when there are outside forces pushing you to take a certain action or do a certain thing. And so, for example, you might need to learn a new language because you are relocating to another area. Or you might take a specific course to improve your skills in a certain area because it is required for your job. These are examples of extrinsic motivation, where something outside of yourself is pushing you to take a certain action. And this is a powerful way to get motivated. It helps us to keep going when things get tough because there is this external force that requires it of us. This is where accountability and social responsibility plays a role for driving our motivation. However, things get challenging with extrinsic motivation because it means that we aren't actually driven to take action. For example, if we are extrinsically motivated to get into shape, and we're doing it because we have a wedding coming up. This is a very personal example for me right now. So we want to get into shape, and we're doing it because we have a wedding coming up. That is an outside force putting pressure on us to take a certain action. 
Now that's a great place to start and that might get you over the hump of getting going, of making this thing work for you in the beginning. But what happens when things get difficult? What happens in that messy middle period where it's challenging to keep going, to keep showing up? Or what happens after the event? What happens once the wedding is over? If that extrinsic motivation doesn't get converted into intrinsic motivation, then the first opportunity we get to forget about or lose interest in that behavior will likely take it. Which then takes us to the second topic for this episode, which is intrinsic motivation. Now, intrinsic motivation is when you are driven by your own internal desire to do something. So, for example, you are a runner. You run regularly and have for many, many years. Now, you're likely to get out for a run no matter what is going on. If it's later than usual, earlier than usual, you will find a way to make it work or you'll move it to a different day. Why? Because you are intrinsically motivated to perform that activity. It's something that you personally choose to do, you are personally driven to do. And some key components of intrinsic motivation are things like identity. When we identify with a particular behavior, we tend to be highly intrinsically motivated to keep it going because not doing it would mean losing a part of our identity or at least not aligning with our identity. And so intrinsic motivation is one of those things that allows us to keep going when things get tough, when life is challenging, when we run out of time, when there just isn't enough time in the day to get everything we want accomplished. The behaviors we are most intrinsically motivated to pursue are the ones we are likely to get done after the immediate must-have things are done first. So that is the difference between extrinsic and intrinsic motivation. And how this plays out in our day-to-day -day lives is that more often than not, every behavior we choose to do has some balance of the two. So going back to the example of working out for a wedding that we have coming up. The wedding is the extrinsic motivator. It's an external force that is acting on us and pushing us to take a particular behavior. However, we are the ones choosing to want to be in that specific shape when it comes to wedding day. And so we are also intrinsically motivated to get this outcome. The wedding might be the extrinsic motivator that is sort of pushing us to take action on a day-to-day -day basis, but the desire for who we want to become is the intrinsic motivator that gets us to keep showing up once we uh, burn out. And one interesting thing is that often there is a slight inverse relationship when it comes to intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. For example, when we start a new behavior that is being pushed upon us or something that we need an accountability partner for, we need some kind of support system to make happen. When we start that new behavior, oftentimes we are highly extrinsically motivated to pursue that thing but low when it comes to intrinsic motivation to pursue that thing. And one thing we're going to run into, if that is our situation, is that halfway through 
the behavior halfway through the journey, we're going to need to balance those two things out or potentially even flip them completely, where we become more intrinsically motivated to keep the behavior going versus the extrinsic motivators having a larger say. And so they have this inverse relationship where oftentimes the one you are starting with that is high in regards to this particular behavior is going to push you through that immediate stage of getting things going. However, at some point, the other side needs to be balanced out or potentially even added more weight to in order to make things stick. Because we might start a new behavior because we are highly intrinsically motivated to make it happen. However, if we lose that intrinsic motivation, if we lose interest, if we realize we're not that good, if we run into things that sort of stop us from wanting to keep enjoying that behavior, then we're going to need some extrinsic motivators to keep us going, to get to the point where we become intrinsically motivated again. So now I just want to point out, I've said the words extrinsic and intrinsic over and over and over again. So hopefully these are sort of glued into your prefrontal cortex at this point. Hopefully it's something that you are, are just able to recite on command going forward. But the last thing I want to leave you with on this topic is that intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation are equal. What I mean by that is neither is necessarily good or bad. I think often when we look at habit building or we look at behavior change, we look at intrinsic motivation as the ideal state because we want to be internally driven in order to produce that behavior. That's how we make it stick. But the reality of human beings is that our intrinsic motivation is constantly ebbing and flowing. If we rely exclusively on our internal desire to take action, then we're going to have very inconsistent action. And so combining intrinsic motivation with external motivators, extrinsic motivators, by combining the two, we can create a system that allows us to perform our behavior aggressively, perform our behavior consistently, and stick with it regardless of how we might feel during the day or regardless of how important that external motivator is to us in that moment. The key is to combine both intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation. And the way to use this is to understand which you're starting with which is driving the behavior today and work towards building the other to support itself. So thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, join me over on YouTube. I'm doing these episodes in video. And if you want to see my pretty face or my ugly face, depending on your preferences, head over to YouTube. The link is in the description. While you're there, be sure to click subscribe. Be sure to leave a comment. I would love to connect with you. And if you haven't yet, the episode is still open. I would love to hear your thoughts on what your favorite self-care activity is. Best way to submit that those thoughts is to head over to tlbc.co slash submit and just record a quick voicemail. I'm going to play those in a future episode so that the community can support each other in improving your lives. Thank you. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.